This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. You held me 20 points, man. You gave us a chance at the end. But I got three words for you. You like that? You like that on three, one, two, three. You like that? Hey, happy Kirk Cousins week here on Purple Daily. You're home for daily Vikings entertainment and a place where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We did have one guy tweet us yesterday, Declan, you and I both saw this at least, that he's out. He's no longer going to watch or listen to the show because we're going to devote a whole week. Really, it's only going to be like probably three days this week to talking about Kirk Cousins. He's like, what is there left to say about him that you haven't already said? This is the last straw for me. I'm out. So... Uh, hopefully he's the only one that's bailing because we're talking about the <laughs> highest profile player on the most popular team in the Twin Cities. Uh, the show is presented by our friends at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs, delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com. Inspire greatness with TCL. Kirk Cousins Week started yesterday with us ranking our top 20 quarterbacks in the National Football League and we had Kirk ninth, Declan had him ninth, Judd had him tenth, Old Macadac had him eleventh. So collectively, this show yesterday said he is a top ten quarterback in the world. So call us Kirk haters all you want. Mm-hmm. We had have him Take as one that. of the ten best quarterbacks in the world. Um, and so today, Kirk Cousins week continues with three questions about Kirk. All right, you guys ready for question number one here? Or any other final thoughts off the rankings yesterday from the feedback you guys got? Mm-mm. Not for me. I was very comfortable with my ranking. Yeah. Okay. I, I slept well last night. Yeah. The only real dissension, right, we had was Jared Goff versus Tua. I mean, all of us were a little indifferent on that one. I think. Well, Jared Goff versus Kirk was the dissension. And that well, that was also dissension. Yeah. But I think mostly we were pretty uniform on most of our rankings. I think we were. There wasn't a whole lot of crazy hot takes. And Tua wasn't a debate like of talent. It was. It was a yeah. f- feeling about the concussions. Yeah. It's so, can he stay on the field? Yeah. I guess if we would have said, hey, 16, 17 games of Tua, yeah, where do you change. put him? I'm guessing he probably isn't outside Judd's 20. So, yeah. Correct. Um, and then old Macadac did predictably get some Jared Goff pushback yesterday. But Shocked by I that. stand by my opinion. Yeah. My guy, Jared Goff, is one of the 10 best quarterbacks right. in the league. So here's the first question for you guys here as Kirk Cousins' week continues. So last season, 
fourth quarter, Kirk, ranked behind only Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts in fourth quarter expected points added and, and a bunch of other stats you look at. Like fourth quarter, Kirk was off the charts great. An NFL record, eight fourth quarter comebacks. The Vikings were the highest scoring fourth quarter offense in the NFL. Overall, Kirk was 14th in passer rating, 23rd in QBR, and 17th in expected points added. And the Vikings collectively were outscored by almost 90 points between the first and third quarters. So first, second, third quarters. Only like two or three other teams, including the Bears and I think the Texans, Mm -hmm. were outscored by more points in those first three quarters. So overall, Kirk saw a big dip in production in many different key spots, but fourth quarter Kirk was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So my first question to you guys is, which Kirk do you trust more in 2023? Who, Which Kirk is going to prevail? Is it overall Kirk, and he's going to drag fourth quarter Kirk down? Or is fourth quarter Kirk going to reach down and and lift up overall Kirk? My personal answer on this would be that they are going to meet somewhere in the middle because we've talked about the fact that Eight fourth quarter comebacks and 13 wins is not a sustainable statistic. It's not a thing that you're going to repeat. It's almost certainly going to um, regress at least a little bit, if not more. But what you just ran through, Phil, was also uh, a litany of statistics that say that Kirk Cousins before the fourth quarter, frankly, wasn't that good. And I think in year two of Kevin O'Connell, with an offense that I think is going to give them far more, more potential, because I will continue to say Adam Thielen's lack of, of separation was a big problem. It was a big problem last year. So I think what's going to happen is I think that fourth quarter Kirk and overall Kirk are going to meet in the middle a little bit. Um, but I also think that Kirk Cousins in year two with O'Connell is set up to be, especially with this receiving core and a redone run game that I, I actually think might suit this team a little bit more mm-hmm. to be a better overall uh, or first three quarters quarterback. So if you are looking for me to say, oh yeah, overall Kirk wasn't that good. That's Kirk Cousins. You're not going to get me to do it. I think that Kirk Cousins is going to have another very solid season. And the last thing too, that's important to keep, Keep in mind, because I've done some reflecting on this as well. You know, Kirk Cousins was in Washington back-to-back years on a franchise tag. So he's been here before as far as what's my future. Like, I think it bothers him, but I don't think it's going to overwhelm him. Um, So I expect another solid season, probably not the fourth quarter heroics that we saw, but I think he definitely improves in the first three quarters and has another, it might not be statistically you know, blow us away, but I but I think it's going to be very competent and very solid. Uh, before, I guess I would answer the question, I, I'm just curious to see how Kirk performs because I think we have gotten a little bit of Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady beer goggles with quarterbacks as they get into their 30s, right? We just, we just basically assume guys in their mid-30s can now play at the elite level. And then we saw right with Russell Wilson last year, was that all coaching or did he just completely fall off the cliff and is he just a useless quarterback essentially? So I'm curious what Kirk Cousins shows up next year. Now, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's probably still a good quarterback. He's still between, like we just talked about yesterday, the 13th and 8th best QB in the NFL. And I think some of those numbers uh, may, might pop up a little bit. But the Kevin O'Connell 
uh, basically puppeteering Kirk to a degree, I think was more important. I would rather trust and hope that the fourth quarter version is still in there. But that was what was so disappointing about the last play to Hawkinson last year was because the perception, like I talked about yesterday, thought the perception of Kirk took a half step forward and it was great. And if he would have went down swinging to JJ and double coverage or threw a 50-50 ball to whomever instead of the check down to TJ, all right, you went down swinging, but instead you checked down because it was the only viable option. I want that eliminated from Kirk. So I, I, I will hope that Kevin O'Connell can still unlock more of that fourth quarter version of Kirk Cousins, and I'll trust that going forward. Doesn't it feel like the of the two, right, that for Kirk performing really well in those high leverage clutch spots, that that's the hardest thing to unlock. And he, and he started to unlock it even before Kevin O'Connell, because we saw some big time signs in like 2021. Mm-hmm. But now that he's over the last couple of years, kind of unlocked the late game, you know, he's able to play with a quieter mind as Kevin O'Connell said, and deliver a drive when it's needed not every single time, but much more often than early in his career. It's, and I think that's just sort of a anecdotal uh, thought, but I think if you were to go back and sort of measure the success in those situations, the stats would line up too. So to me, it's like he's kind of figured out that end game more than he ever has in his career. Playing better in the second quarter shouldn't be as hard to fix, I don't think. So that's, I, I guess I would say, I think maybe we see the best overall, I, if I had to put money on it, I would say we're probably in line to see the best overall version of Kirk Cousins provided health and that he hasn't hit the age cliff like Declan said. Um, 35-year-old pocket-passing quarterback, you're really reliant on your offensive line to hold up to really unlock that full version, and so we'll see what the guards can do for him this year. Uh, but I would probably lean more toward the overall Kirk gets a boost here. Two areas here you know, worth noting. So this is from Warren Sharp, Sharp Football Stats. Big time. He's got a great mustached avatar on Twitter. He's good. He's a mustached football man just putting out stats and trends. Football. Yes. So two areas that the Vikings really need, led by Kirk Cousins, to improve in offensively. Two years ago, the Vikings led the NFL in three and outs. Last year, so this is kind of a different variation of the stat, number of drives ending in a punt or a turnover. So a a punt or a turnover, your drive ends in some form. The Lions had the fewest of any offense. So their their drives ended in scores more often than uh, any team, including Buffalo, Kansas City. So the Lions, for instance, had 31 more drives. I'm sorry, the Vikings had 31 more drives, two per game basically, ending in a punt or a turnover than the Lions did last year. So I just need this offense to more consistently move the chains, convert, get into field goal range, score touchdowns, et cetera, early in the game. And then the other one, here's another one, offensive plays that gained 20 or more yards, so explosive offensive plays. At the top of the food chain, Kansas City, 83. Philadelphia, 80. The Vikings all the way down at 55. It wasn't dead last. The Giants were actually dead last at 43. But think about that. Basically, an average of two extra times per game. The Chiefs and the Eagles gave you a 20-yard play. So once per half, the Eagles and the Chiefs offense are giving you the 20-yard play, which completely shifts field position, puts you in scoring range, etc. And that's on the... 
that's on, I think, largely the switch from, ideally, if it works, Thielen to Addison, right? Like, that's that switch. Because now, now the question is, can teams afford to always double cover Justin Jefferson? If they can't, then he becomes that guy. And if they do, Addison has to be that guy because he has to get the separation. Like, there were a lot of things offensively here that I think just didn't really work out great from a personnel standpoint. And Thielen three years ago would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when you can't, you know, when you're slowed as much as he appeared to be last season, it takes away some of the dynamic opportunities. It's kind of amazing. Like these two stat categories too, that I just threw out, you know, football is a complicated game in so many ways, but it's also really simple. When you look at, there's a few different stats you can look at and say, boy, if you can just gain yards in large chunks, you're probably a pretty good football team, right? Yeah. So, again, here are the teams that had the most explosive plays. It's basically the best teams in the NFL at the end of the season. Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, Dolphins, Bills, Jaguars, and then Lions, and then Seahawks. So, like, teams that weren't, but like teams that won nine games. Yeah. And then on the other side, Teams that avoided punts and turnovers the most often. Detroit, kind of an outlier. Buffalo, Kansas City, Green Bay, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Jacksonville, Baltimore. Like, if you can gain chunks of yards and avoid punting and turning the ball over, you're going to win a lot of football games. Mm-hmm. So can can Kirk be the catalyst for keeping chains moving more often and getting the ball down the field? Justin Jefferson gets 20-yard plays. Who else on this team? Can Hawkinson, can Jordan Addison get 20-yard plays? Right. All right, question number two here. Kirk Cousins week day two. You like that? You like that? After the Netflix quarterback series is complete, comes out on July 12th, <laughs> do you think Kirk Cousins' likability with the public will go up or down? Oh, I think it's most definitely going up, and I think he's going to be the star of this show because he's so quirky. <laughs> and like, like, I don't think he's going to surprise people. He's going to be what they expect. But the more that we see of quirky Kirk, the more it becomes fun. Uh, he, he is a meme. He's a walking meme. Like, <laughs> you, do you know how many memes are going to come from the show of Kirk? Oh, it's going to be incredible. So I think that his, his likability, relatability in some cases is going to go up. Um, because he doesn't really carry himself like yeah. most QBs do, and he doesn't really try to. The, I'll give him complete credit for this. He does not care if he's cool or not, and I think that's a likable factor. So I think when this is done, I think Kirk Cousins is going to be more popular from, uh, hey, Cousins, you see that? Quirky Kirk is going to really take off. So, yeah, I, I think the likability does, but I, I think the punching bag that kind of is Kirk for the quirkiness I think there's going to be more ammunition in that chamber, basically. Like he's going to do something dorky and something weird and something goofy, and NFL Live will still be making fun of him for it. McAfee is still going to make fun of him for it. Lebitard, Barstool, there'll be plenty of things like, okay, yeah, it was cool to see you know, Kirk break down that play, but do you see that weird meat he was grilling? Like, There's going to be moments like that where I his think his the— T-shirt's tucked into his elastic bottom sweatpants. It doesn't I, bug him, though. That's what's It doesn't bug him, but I think we're going to have more of those things. I'm jacked for this. I, I think I'm, I'm a Judd. I, I think he probably will end up being more of the star and, and the one that people talk about a little bit more, even with Patrick Mahomes, who's also featured in this documentary. 
Um, I think it'll be cool to see him kind of get a little bit more of a national spotlight. And just like with full swing with the golf stuff, people all of a sudden fell in love with golfers, some of them that they had never really heard of, really paid attention to. And I think we're probably going to have a similar thing with Kirk on this one. Yeah, the the golfer one, too. It, I, the vulnerability that you saw from some of those guys and guys that you never thought you'd see it from, like Brooks Kepka was a broken man. Judd, did you ever wind up watching that golf mm-hmm. documentary on Netflix? I did not. It's uh, it's so good, and they're doing it again, and they're they're filming right now. But like Brooks Kepka, who's one of the most stoic, tough minded. He's an athlete. He really would rather be playing football or something. And he he talks about how he gets bored on the golf course because it's you know not stimulating enough for him. But he's one of the great major players of all time. And these cameras are capturing him basically in tears talking about how he doesn't know if he can get back to the level of play that he played at. He might be just kind of cooked hmm. and live is offering him like nine figures. He's like, I have to take it. Cause I don't, I don't know if I'll ever have a chance to make money like this ever again. And so like they're documenting the lowest moment of his professional life and his wife is consoling him and all this stuff. And then there's on the other side, there's Joel Damon who's or Damon, whatever, however you pronounce it just kind of a fringe top 100 player in the world. And, you know, he's not like competing to win majors really, but he was this quirky, goofy, self-deprecating character that became kind of a household name. And you just kind of wonder, is are you going to see a vulnerable side of Kirk that maybe, because he's so corporate and he's so right shielded, he doesn't show you like the most, the most really that there's been two moments in his career really where you've seen him with the guard stripped down on that chartered plane with the chains having fun with his teammates, right? Like that was just full, mm-hmm. full Kirk. And then the you like that moment where he's throwing it back to the Washington front office and the media and stuff. Like, are we going to get to see a more vulnerable side and a more uh, like a less polished side of a guy that we aren't used to seeing that from? He definitely indicated they let the cameras in places that they don't ordinarily. Like he, he did say that they drew the line at certain things and situations, but yeah. yeah. And, but the thing with Kirk is Kirk's incredibly corporate and like at the podium, he can be, but Kirk also accidentally lets his guard down. He won't necessarily repeat that. It's like the, it's like his thing with the chains where he's like, ah, you know, we've exhausted that. It's like, no, you haven't. It's hilariously funny. It's great. Yeah. But he did it once. So I think what we're going to get again is memes of Kirk um, doing things that he won't necessarily ever agree to repeat, but they'll they'll be great. I will say this. I think the hidden star here might be Kevin O'Connell because mm. there's going to be a lot of O'Connell and he is an eminently likable guy. Yeah. He's incredibly intelligent. I don't friend think the of, country, friend of the show, friend of the mm-hmm. show. He is most definitely. And I don't think a lot of football fans know much ab- about him, but like, He's a really a fairly, I think, dynamic personality. So I think that there's a chance if if he's included, which I'm guessing he is a lot with Kirk, I think there's a chance that we uh, get to see a really, really interesting peek inside the relationship that a guy who knows how to play the position but wasn't necessarily successful relates to a guy that is good at the position but also has his quirks. Yeah, I, I actually I, – I hope we see – some of like the other cast members of the Vikings, right? Like Kevin O'Connell and Justin Jefferson stuff. I feel like I personally have come around on Kirk's personality a lot more in the last 12 to 18 months because of who he is 
in the Kevin O'Connell structure versus Correct. who he was under Mike Zimmer. Correct. It always felt like under Mike Zimmer, he was fighting to prove that he like belonged in the place that he was. Cause, cause Mike Zimmer from the very get go, wasn't really on board with the contract and it just, it never felt like they were co-owners of the house or co-tenants or whatever. It felt like Kirk Cousins is leasing from Mike Zimmer, and Mike Zimmer always has an issue as a landlord with Kirk being too Kirky. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Kevin O'Connell, it truly feels like a partnership. O'Connell has made Kirk cool in some ways that Mike Zimmer didn't. He's embraced Kirk's quirkiness. I don't think any of this necessarily excuses what happened in 2018-19, which is you signed him to win a Super Bowl, and you missed the playoffs in the first year after going to the NFC Championship game. And then you get smoked in the second round against San Francisco and you kind of tailspin the next year from there, right? Like that still bothers me covering this team. And like that, that was a huge missed opportunity and he was a figurehead for it. But now that we're like further removed and he's still here and playing at a pretty high level. And I think his personality has evolved to some extent. I'm just, I'm excited to sort of see more of that behind the scenes when this Netflix series comes out. Absolutely. Um, before we get to the third question here, let's shout out our friends over at Livia for helping all kinds of Purple Daily listeners lose weight over the past couple of years. And they, they've done a fantastic job. Started with me a couple of years ago when I went from the guy on the left to the guy on the right. Yeah, that's right. That is the same guy. That is your favorite sports dad, down 40 pounds. And here's the most important thing. They're not only going to help you drop the weight, they're going to help you keep that weight off. And right now, do I have a summertime offer for you? Eight weeks free, your first eight weeks free. Uh, Just put that in the context. Imagine being into July, eight weeks free, and you're now down, let's say, 15, 16 pounds. You're Mm. looking good, feeling good. You can drop as much weight as you want, and Livia is then going to help you keep that weight off. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Do what so many people in the Purple Daily family have done. Give it a try. I guarantee you'll be happy. Livia.com. And then uh, once you get your weight on track, maybe you should get your, uh, you know, like your facial hair and your other hair in check. Okay. Look good, feel good, play good. Damn right. I mean, at a wedding a few weeks ago, I had to make sure I looked good. My friends at Manscaped helped me out. And boys, we're, um, we're two weeks away from the 4th of July. And you call yourself an American without a lawnmower? And I'm talking about the Lawnmower 4.0 from our friends yeah. at Manscaped, okay? Whether it's the beard trimmer up here, the lawnmower down there, okay? Manscaped has some of the best products imaginable, and it's 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code PURPLE. So whatever product you want to buy, the lawnmower, the beard trimmer, any of the products, too, that they also have at Manscaped, you will get 20% off uh, with promo code PURPLE and free shipping when you check out this little promo section there, when you get to that checkout section, promo code PURPLE for 20% off and free shipping from our friends at Manscaped and Manscaped.com. And uh, also a shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, like having a great offensive line for your business. Federated has been around for over 100 years providing protection, risk management, tools and resources for you to elevate your business and protect against potential threats and risks. They have all sorts of great people waiting to consult with you, and you can find the full list of industries Federated specializes in working with over at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay. You like that? You like that? Kirk Cousins Week continues here with question number three. How many more years of high-level play, relatively high-level play, do you think Kirk Cousins has in him? Mm. He's entering his age 35 season this year. Yeah, I've given this one a lot of thought because so I I do think that uh, I don't think it's by any means ridiculous to expect a really good season at the age of 35, 36. Okay. It's the four it's as you push towards 40, I get concerned. I'm going to say that he has, if the, if your phrasing is relatively high, so he is still very competent. I'm going to say he has three years left. Of like very competent play. Okay. So 35, um, 36, 37. Which is which might be pushing it. But my my feeling with Kirk is this. I feel that and part of this is uh the presence of Kevin O'Connell, who is a definite ally to Kirk, and part of this is probably Kirk's age. I feel like the most important thing for a quarterback like Kirk is to be as mentally stable as he can possibly be. Cause he's not going to run a lot like his skill set of, Oh my God, he used to run for, you know, X amount of yards per game. And now he can't, that's not in the arsenal. Right. So as far as like being able to look at defenses, to break things down, I'm going to say, I think he is three years left, but I certainly am not going to then just lump him in, into the Brady, you know, Oh man, he can go till 42. That, in my opinion, is few and far between. So I'm going to give it three more years. Not so sure they're all going to be played here, uh, but I think he's a guy that could definitely start for at least three more years. If it's just high-level play, I think he maybe has one year left. I think he has one or two years left of high-level play. And again, how how do we want to view the statistics here? Because if you're suggesting we're looking at statistics, QBR has went down three points from 2020 to 2021. It's went down another three points from 21 into 22. So his statistics have dropped to a degree. But again, that clutchness rose up for the first time or the first time in a long time last season. I just, I, I, I don't believe we can just assume that every quarterback, once they get in their mid 30s, even in a pass happy league with great coaches and infrastructure, everyone just can be Tom Brady like a cyborg into their 40s. Um, and I, I think there's maybe one higher level season of Kirk play left. And then I think you're going to start seeing drop-offs in 24, 25, 26. We'll see how long he remains in the league. But I think there really is only one more good year of really high-level play from Kirk. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to look at some of the like the recent similar pocket passer guys that they stand back. They're mostly statues, especially in their mid 30s. And what happened with those guys? I do think you have to take Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers completely off the table. Because those are like 
two of the Mount Rushmore great quarterbacks of all time. And Dex, you mentioned Drew Brees earlier. So Drew Brees was, he's probably another one that he's such a cyborg. And for his whole career, you know, once he got to New Orleans was like setting records and stuff and making playoff runs. He So Drew Brees was really good until the age of 41 still, but his body started breaking down at 39. But from 35 to 39, he was just playing every game and putting up 4,500, 5,000 yards, whatever. But but you almost have to put Drew Brees in a different category. So the other three guys that are maybe more realistic, Philip Rivers was a pro bowler until he was 37 years old, like a basically a perennial pro bowler. And then he was a 4,000-yard passer with decent peripheral stats too at age 38 and 39. Even that last year in Indianapolis where he he still looked like he was throwing a sidearm frisbee half the time. But, like, he put up some pretty respectable numbers, and they won a few games. Matt Ryan, age 35, was really his last truly productive season. And then he played a couple more years, but it just, like, did not look the same. And I'll throw Ben Roethlisberger in here, too. Age 36 was his last really productive season. And then he played for three more years as kind of a zombie who was just taking a snap. And I took like, a beating. Yeah. <laughs> Self-inflicted, too. Yeah. So if you look at Ryan, Rivers, and Roethlisberger, you can definitely keep playing until you're 38, 39, 40. But 35, 36, 37 are your last. That's like your last runway, depending on health and probably the, the car that you're driving to. I also don't hold Kirk Cousins' decline in statistics from 2021 to 22 against him. Um, because a lot of his, his statistics, again, previously were picked up at times in garbage time. Like, where did those stats come from? And I don't think his decline in stats in 2022 showed a decline in play. Yeah. I think, I mm-hmm. think it showed a difference in it, – it's like the picks. The picks went up. Guess why? Because they said you need to take more chances, yep. and he did, and so he threw more picks. But I don't think, for the most part, we said, oh, my God, he's now an interception machine. So I'm very careful not to pick on Kirk for his decline in stats because he gave us far more of what we were asking for than he did back in the days when they'd be down again by, you know, 14 points in the fourth quarter for a couple of years. And then Kirk would go nuts and ball out Mm -hmm. and we'd be like, Oh, you know, typical Kirk. So yeah, Kirk's an interesting case, but yeah, I could see him with about three more years, you know, health provided, which has always been for him. Good. Fortunately. And, Offensive line holds up. You know, let, let, let's say here's another tentacle to this. If he does, do, do we all agree? So we're kind of saying like high level, we're all kind of in the one to three years, maybe range, but bouncing around and at least existing as a starting quarterback, like a Roethlisberger or maybe Phillip Rivers yep. at the end, you can still throw for like 4,000 yards, yep. even if you're not that good. Let's say he plays another four to five seasons. And he's and he's throwing for over four thousand yards a year, and he's putting up you know twenty six to thirty touchdown passes, which with a seventeen game schedule is, you don't have to be a top ten quarterback to put those numbers up anymore. If he does that for four or five more years, he will climb up into the top ten in all time passing yards, and the top ten in all time passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Long and he'll wind up being like a twelve year career as a starter. 
Maybe there's a Super Bowl run mixed in there somewhere, but it kind of goes back to our Hall Hall of Fame conversation from last weekend that was so controversial. Saw some people like, oh, now you guys think he's a Hall of Famer. No, and just just posing questions, kicking topics around. But you like if he stays durable and plays and puts up four forty five hundred yards, four thousand yards. Like at the end of his career, he's going to wind up with some pretty gaudy numbers historically. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I have a bonus fourth question actually. Oh, I'm going to spring on you guys. I wasn't expecting this. I I didn't prep this one. A bonus fourth Kirk question. You like that? It is Kirk Cousins week, so we might as well. I'm done. Um, so he is set to be a free agent now after the 2023 season. Yep. And there's really no incentive at this point, unless the Vikings offer him something really nice on an extension, but maybe they, they come back to the table or something and say, hey, you know, after thinking it over, we didn't draft a quarterback. We wanted to leave our options open, but the draft is gone, and we're not going to be able to pick Caleb Williams or Drake May. So, Kirk, we love you, man. We saw that Netflix documentary. Boy, you're really a fan favorite, and we want to we want to extend you. I don't know that Kirk has any incentive, like Florio said in that clip that Declan played yesterday, to sign anything until he tests the market next March. Right? Like right. you're you're sitting here now. You're less than nine months away from just being able to right. gauge your value on the open market. So let's fast forward to next March, and Kirk becomes a free agent. Who do you think, I'm putting you guys on the spot here, because it's a bonus fourth question that I just thought of. Who are the three most likely teams to be after him in free agency? Vikings included, if you think they'd be Ooh. among the three. Oh, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, I you could, think this is part of the reason why the 49ers maybe haven't yeah, been interested say, in a trade. I could see San Fran, the f- definitely. Another one that immediately comes to mind, especially if he just bombs, the Packers. If Jordan Love bombs? If Jordan Love bombs. The wow. Packers. He stays still in the Midwest. <laughs> He's familiar with the area. A little closer to Michigan. You know what, though? I can see it. I, I don't think he would want to play Dude. eight to nine games outdoors a season. Well, the first few are warm weather. September, yeah. October. It really only sucks just, in, like, January. I know, but if you're successful, we've seen, look, at that age, if you if you are successful, it often does not end well because if you get a home game, it's miserable. Um, but I could definitely see, I, I mean, San Fran still makes perfect sense. It makes absolutely perfect sense. Yeah. Cause, Cause it doesn't appear that Trey Lance is going to be the guy. Um, Brock Purdy's a great story, but one, he's coming off a very significant injury. And two, he was a seventh round draft pick. Like we don't know, like, like, I feel like there's this assumption. Well, the 49ers proved Brock Purdy could work. We don't know that for sure. So I do think that you're onto something. I won't dismiss Kirk Cousins to San Francisco until Kirk Cousins is retired. I agree. And if you're San Francisco, it 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 did make all the sense in the world between February and now to pull a trade of some kind. But it's like they, it, it's almost like they've taken the long view and said, "Okay, can we let's make one more run at it and maybe one of these three guys in the room between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance and and it sounds crazy, but Sam Darnold but that would be the organization that could revive a guy that was formerly a top 10 pick, right? Let's make one more run with a hodgepodge quarterback room. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out again, our guy that we've been thinking about for five years will be available to sign in free agency. Yep. Kyle Shanahan will finally get his man. You know, the division he also could jump to 
where there could be openings, the NFC South. Well, Carolina won't have an opening, but Tampa nope. will. Tampa will. Atlanta. They might be bad enough to just get Atlanta. one of the best quarterbacks, too. Atlanta. Atlanta is a real wild Indoors. card. I, I think Tampa gets a top two pick. I think Tampa's going to, I think they are purposely going to be just terrible. The Saints? But the Atlanta, Saints quarterback situation. Carr, Derek Carr is. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, but I think Atlanta, definite possibility. Okay, what about, what about Vegas? Mm-hmm. Start there. Thought about that, too. Because Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. health, Mercenary. everything. Yeah. Who's the coach, though? That's I guess that's my question. Who's the coach then? I mean, I don't. I do, do I see Kirk going to play for Josh McDaniels? No. Okay. I don't. I mean, now if he's gone, maybe. I already suggested one of them, but what about Detroit? What about the Lions? What about if he goes home and oh, they move oh, on? Oh, you're in Goff? Fr- Oh boy, I'm gonna back away here, Mac. No, well, well, Goff isn't his contract coming up? I, I think. Yeah, but they're gonna be. sign him to like a ten-year extension. I hear. Listen. His, Listen, Agent is doing great work behind the scenes. I by much tapping like into Kirk, Phil Mackey. It's the same as Kirk. Much like with Kirk, old Mackadack has the ability to think two things: that this guy can be a fringe top ten quarterback, and no, you should not pay him forty to fifty million dollars. Well, he's he grew up there. Yeah, Alliance fan in Michigan. So Jared Goff's contract has one more. Is he is under contract through two thousand twenty four? But the dead cap is only five million dollars. Yeah, they could. Come. So you could you could move if Goff has a weird year, you could move on from him, bring Kirk home. What about what about this one? The New England Patriots. <laughs> Bill Belichick sick of working with young quarterbacks, immature Mac Jones, whatever. Let's get another I, professional I surgical pocket passer yeah, in here. I don't know that's a personality fit at all. That's a good question. I don't Maybe know Bill's changed a little bit. I do think that I do think that if Kirk is going to leave here, I do think he would either go closer to home, i.e., Michigan, or go towards the South. His dad's got the church in the Tampa area, right? Is it Tampa? Okay, so Tampa and in Detroit. Florida. So like the Florida, but I mean, you you could also go play for the Falcons. I mean, you're right by Florida, basically. Yeah. So. I could see those. I don't think he'll go to the AFC because I don't think the opportunity to win there is, is good because it's so loaded with great quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, how many openings are there even going to be? I mean, the, I the, the Colts have Anthony Richardson. They're going to unleash, right? The, yep. The, the te- Who the Texans take? Stroud, right? Yes. Um, I mean, there's just a litany, though, of good young quarterbacks, and I don't know that if you're Kirk at his age that you want to run head-on into that group. Especially since this conference is not yeah. loaded. Super interesting. So all right. good fourth question. Thank you. Yeah. Thought great job. Was, great uh, job. But just out of nowhere back. sprung it on me. Like nope. I hadn't prepped it right off the top of the old noggin. Oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna catch you off guard again here. Talk about Finch Home Solutions. Go. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, what should I do? Oh, hold on a second here. I'm calling up their website, Finch Home solutions.com look at the truck right there you see on the side finchhomesolutions.com that's the horn actually that is the horn <laughs> that is the horn in fact cody finch if that's hey, not on, the buddy. horn the, 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 it's not gonna get any greener guy it should Honking be and then you're like is that the vikings horn and you're like absolutely because thanks finch, for the turn signal buddy yeah finch loves two things finch loves the purple and finch loves making sure that any electrical issues in your home or outside your home are taken care of. They are fast. They're efficient. They're courteous. It is the hat trick of what you want. When you make that phone call to 612-357-2604, 
inside or outside, flickering lights. You're like, why are these lights flickering? You know what? That's what a the, problem. What the flick? What the flick? You got to get hold of Finch. Outside problems. Let's say there's storms that have blown out some lights outside. Finch is going to fix that too. Finchhomesolutions.com. Check out their site. <laughs> easy to navigate. Easy as can be because Finch Home Solutions is going to take care of any electrical issues in your home. Yes. Happy Kirk Cousins Week to all who celebrate. You like that? We got write that down predictions and an accountability session tomorrow here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. See you guys.